Hello and welcome back to New Gold Bazan podcast. Today I'm joined with my co-host Sina Saimian. How are you doing, man? It's good to speak to you, Arya, and um, we've got a really special guests tonight, so I'm really looking forward to the conversation and going through the topics as well. Yeah, so if you didn't listen to our last podcast, which is a couple of weeks ago, we had Dr. Craig Duncan on, but today we've got a really special guest, as Sina just mentioned. We've got um, Mr. Mohamed Taravi, a former head coach of Terrell Pusazi. Uh, used to play for Estegal, also played for Team Mili. Uh, Mr. Taravi, uh, thanks for coming on. Hello, thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to talk to you regarding Iranian football and thank you for inviting me again. Thank you. No problem, no problem at all. I uh, really appreciate you coming on. Um, so just to speak about your career, uh, obviously before that, but we're going to first of all just speak about how your experience with the coronavirus has been over the past couple of months in England. <laughs> uh, just give me a little rundown of how you've dealt with it. Yeah, it's not very good, honestly. I'm not very good. Early time, I'm staying home. But on one side, was it okay? I stayed with my family. And the other side, I tried to review my knowledge in football, watching some football uh, match from the sky. And, and sometimes study about the football, especially from some uh, book. I had it already. And I tried to update my knowledge in football. But it, it, for me, it was very good. For me, it was very good. Yeah, it's good to, to look back and educate yourself when you've got time. Um, so, obviously, you, you previously used to work with uh, BBC Persian, and now you're a pundit yeah. on Iran international sport with uh, Matak Mirzai on uh, yeah. the, I think it's the show called Hattrick. Can you just give yeah. me a little um, talk about how your experience of BBC Persian was and then when you moved on to Iran international? Yeah, that was a very, very good experience for me, honestly. The first of all, I've been here nearly a couple of years. And when they get here the first year, I try to get in my badge from the FA. I thought it's going to be very simple. I, in my opinion, when I was in Iran, everybody can get the, the badge from the Iranian Federation. This is simple as that, very easy. But I thought for me, it's going to be easy here. But after a couple of years, a couple of years, I found it is not very easy, not very easy at all. Uh, I stuck it, honestly, I stuck it. It taken nearly two day, two years, two, three years. Uh, I passed my B license. And that time, I was trying to change my view about the football. And that time, the BBC Persian, one of the BBC Persian journalists, he knows me in Iran. And he phoned me, called me, and he said to me, can you come into talking about the football? I said, okay, that's fine. But my knowledge in football is not very good. And he said, don't say that because you've been a football professional footballer, you know about the football. I said, yeah, I know about the football, but I'm not the perfect about the football. I'm not the expert. And that matter caused for me to try to study the football more than before. You know, that time I tried to get just my, my badge, just my B license, A license or per license. But the BBC calls for me to try improve my knowledge in football. That was fantastic experience for me, honestly. That was fantastic experience because in coaching, you have to know how to transfer to your knowledge to player. And the football point is exactly the same. And you have to be very simple because you talk to so many people, they are not the expert in football. They are normal people. They can just enjoy the football. And you have to transfer your knowledge as simple as that to other people understand you. 
that's helped me too much to get my badge, honestly. That was fantastic experience I had with the BBC version. Um, and then you moved on to work with your international sport. Uh, you're now yeah. doing the show yeah. with Hattrick, with uh, Mazik Mirzoyev on Hattrick. How's that been? Yeah, it's unbelievable because the, the first of all, when I tried to work with the you know, international as a football pundit, I told them we have to change the everything. I don't want to stay here and talking about the football. We have to show the people what's going on in football. First of all, you have to know what to do. And the most important, you have to know how to do. And for people, especially in Iran, we haven't got a very, you know, a special program for football, like a match of the day. You know, in Iran, everything is regarding the other side of the football, not about just the football. And the, 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 the TV manager, there is, he is very, very good person. And he, he said to me, OK, what we have to do? I said, we needed some facility, like a football, uh, like Prozone. You know what is a Prozone? Like football analysts or something like that, the, uh, yes. and the te- technology yeah, yeah, showed it. And they spent too much money just for this program. And I enjoy this job because I'm going to show the people, in, in my opinion, but I have to say something very good story about me. When I've been to England to get in my, I'm not going to far away somewhere, go somewhere. I'm, I have to explain why I try to say to Iran International. Uh, manager, uh, we needed to do something like this because we have to change the view of the people you know, inside the people of the football, not for everybody, for the people seriously chase the football. For me, when I've been here the first time, getting my B license, uh, two, three times, the final assessment, they failed me. I was very upset. And all the time I said, OK, you are racist. You don't want to give me the, my badge. And one day, Thomas Stack from the Birmingham County Football invited me to his office. When I've been there, he said to me, OK, your English is not very good, exactly like now. <laughs> and, and he said to me, something is be changed. It's going to be changed. I said, what? Why? Why I have to be changed? He said to me, you got a tunnel vision. You know what is a tunnel vision? Uh, he said to yes. me, your information in football is fantastic. You know about the football. Your personal information regarding the football player is fantastic. You know what to do, but you're going to be a coach. As a coach, you have to change your mind. You have to change your vision. You have to change your insight. And don't be tunnel vision. And there's a very good lesson to me, and I try to do it. But right now in Patrick, I'm trying to do some new idea to other people. And the most important thing is concentration to details, details. Everything in football is details. You know? That's the one I'm trying to show. Okay, somebody is going to be scored the goal. But don't just look at the ball. See other people around the ball, what they do. They make a create space for him. They've got to run, you know. You know, you know about the football. The football, there is so many runs. For example, I said to him, there is a four kind of the run. Decoy run, support run, checking run, diagonal run. This is a four kind of run. But if you say something to other people in Iran, they know, they know what is the run. But they can't explain what it is for. What is decoy run for one situation? Or checking run, what is a checking run? Or diagonal run? That's why I try to international country, we change everything. Okay, sometimes because of the the, you know, the Iran um, quality of the picture is not very good. 
but we try to do our best. No, I, I completely agree with you. I think one of the issues of my person, my personal belief, is that um, there is a lack of football education for the average football fan in Iran. Like exactly. you said, there is there is, you know that level of knowledge isn't to where it should be, uh, and again it goes back to the information that is available in Iran. You know, you, you look at shows like Navat, for example, or the other similar shows where they they focus on refereeing decisions or the controversial issues that happened off the pitch. Exactly. Um, there is no tactical analysis and and no. really looking at what, no, like you said, how 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 does a you know for example how does a team score a goal or what are the problems of a team and, and what are the solutions so it's it's really good to hear that you've got that project and and it's good to see uh, the goals and the aims that you've you've set for yourself as well and and to be honest the show hasn't been going on for long i think it's has it been a year um, no, or yeah a couple of months six months four months but more than seven months but three months is because the coronavirus is everything yes is down that's the that's one. And, and to be honest, this idea is this idea come to me the first first day I came in England, the first day I've been here, and when I've been the Saturday night, I didn't know there is a match of the day. I didn't know what is the match of the day at all. No no clue of I don't clue about the match of the day at all. And my brother-in-law told me, okay, this is a Saturday night. Day, let's go to home. We see the match of the day. I said, what is the match of the day? He said because the the England the BBC won. They put all the every single game for uh, Premier League. They show as a you know, highlight, and the two three people is coming there like a Gallinike or that one, Alan Hansen. That was that one of the best football pundit in the world, honestly. And they're talking about the football. When I've seen the first time, I fell in love with the match of the day. That was a completely changed my mind. What is this? Unbelievable! It was fantastic. We did, they didn't talk about the tactic or something like that. They go straight away to details, you know. And that was that was my wish, that was my dream to do something like that in Iranian TV or something like that. But when the BBC invited me, they haven't got the facility, they haven't got the time, they haven't got this this project. But the Iran International they accepted. That's why one of the reason, honestly, one of the reason when I come back from the tractor, I didn't come back to Iran because of the Iran National Team. Iran, Iran international because they they were going like a, my suggestion to put some to make it this hat trick that said okay that's why I'm gonna say I don't want to go to Iran and to be honest like you said the the show hasn't been on for long it's only been for six six or seven months but the reception is Scott has been so good and I know so many people who've watched it and really enjoyed it as well so um I hope that you you continue doing it but again keep improving and keep developing um yeah, you, you will i'm sure it will it will reach the audience that uh, that you are aiming for it's, you know because it's you know, a, sorry go on okay you know there is a two kind of hat trick one of the from the euro one of the from the iranian in the hat trick of euro what we enjoy we got a very good you know the picture of the like italy like a, like a france like a belgium like a spain or and sometimes we got a, like a Germany Bundesliga, you know, we enjoy it. For the Better Iran, quality football as well. Yeah, that's very good. We can show something. For Iran, that's a poor difficult for me because the quality, first of all, the quality is no good. But I couldn't find something special that show the people, okay, 
this is something like that. Sometimes some some team they do good, but not as in good enough or not very good to show the people. That's difficult for me to find, you know, very attractive, you know, situation in football. Iran. I'm not gonna say Iranian football is poor. Yeah, definitely it's poor, poor than uh, Europe. But that's the difference between Europe and the Iranian hat trick program. You know what I mean? You know what I'm. Yes, no, yeah, absolutely. Let's move on and speak about your playing career. Uh, obviously, you started out playing uh, with... Um, I think you played somewhere else before you, you were at home. Is that right? Uh, sorry, say that again. I didn't catch it. Before you were, you were at home, you were Homa, somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. Before that, Homa, you were somewhere else. Yeah, I played one of the Iranians. I played I play just three clubs. Yeah. If we say sometimes four clubs, but the, the fourth club, I played just four games. As right. a Chukai Talish, as a lone player, four, I think okay. four or three or four play, and then a quit. Yeah. But you but were at Homa and Estegdal for the majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playoffs. First of all, I played in Nekachubinsari in my hometown. I was born nearly six years from the um, 90, I think. Oh, I'm going to change it to uh, Europe calendar. But anyway, I've been there, my hometown, nearly six years, and then go to Homa. I played five years for Homa. And then for six, seven, six, six and a half to seven years for a club. And and obviously you you played for a national team as well. Yeah. Um, can you speak about a little experience with the national team? Yeah, I was very lucky, man. Honestly, in football, I was very very lucky because I met the one of the legend in the Iranian history of football. That's the Dehdari man. He's he's unbelievable. He's a fundamental person. He is not the coach. He was my mentor. He was like a dad for me. He showed me something special in football. And the most important personality, you know what I mean? The personality of the football player. Uh, I never ever forget one day. Uh, I've been the Iranian national team and Iranian under-23 national team captain as well. Uh, we got a friendly match against Japan in Tehran after 1988. Uh, Asian National Cup, but we, we get a third place. When we come back to Iran, we got a two-friendly match against Japan. The first game, I've been the captain. The second game, we play uh, uh, Thursday in Tehran, the Shiridi, and the Friday in Azadi. And the Friday, I play again for national team. But unfortunately, I got him, I get him injured and my knee got a problem. And uh, when the game is finished, we go in our base that wasn't the hotel that was a part of the uh, Aussie complex and at that time everybody tried to insult the Dehdari they threw to snow to him and say very bad word to him everybody was upset I was very upset as well when I've been there in bed I, because my knee got injured he came to me he said to me Oh, how is the Mazandaran cat? He said to me, he was joking to me. He said, everybody said the tiger, you know, in, in Mazandaran tiger or something like that. He said to me, Mazandaran cat, as a joke. And he said to me, why are you upset? I said, I'm very upset. And he said to me, why are you upset? I said, because everybody insulted you. And I said, don't forget. They know, they don't know what I'm going to do. They found it nearly 10 days, 10, 10 years later. That, that was a very good lesson to me. I have to say my word and never ever scared. Do what is, is right. Just do it. Just do it and uh, believe yourself. He showed me this lesson. Believe myself, you know. 
uh, it was it was it was one of the best person I've I've met in my life. It was the, it was my mentor. And the national team when when he's resigned, uh, in, I've been there two times in national team, but both sides, I resigned from national team. I didn't play anymore from national team. One of them that uh, that was the uh, Ali Parvin coach, and the other one was uh, Mr. Maile Kohan. Uh, the Maile Kohan, the first spell, I resigned. I said I don't want to play for national team. The second spell, when he invited me, my family pushed me to go, go, go. I went there. And he put the red pen to me. I said, okay. He didn't send me to national team. And that that time for national team was very good for me to play that time. I was going, I love it to play, but I was quite old that time. You know what I mean? But in my opinion, the national team was my proud, was the best experience in football I had it. One of the best, honestly. To be honest, you, you worked with some big big names, of course, Parviz Zehdari, and uh, you worked with Nasser Hejazi as well. I think he was the settler manager. Yeah, man, Skrupuredari, Nasser Yes, Rab. of course. That's why I said I'm a very lucky man. <laughs> of course, there would have been a lot of a lot of footballing lessons to have learned from such uh, characters as well. But the, the next thing I wanted to ask you was, of course, having worked in and having played in Iran in, in the 90s and, and, and late 80s, um, I don't think you were involved in in the actual football in Iran until you went back with Paddy there. So what, what what I wanted to ask was, did you see any major changes? And of course there would have been changes, may, yeah. mainly being the salary, for example, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the amount of salary yeah. that players get paid. But yeah. what what were the differences that you saw? And do as you a think practice, as a strategy everything or as a facility? Uh, almost that's everything. Lovely. And and what that's I was going to ask was, you know, the, yeah, there's a big 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 change. Big, big change. One of the big, biggest change was there is no respect. Unfortunately, there is no respect. There is no respect between player and the coach. There is no respect between fan and the player. There is no respect between media and the coach and coach and media. You know, everything is changed. There is no respect to the Iranian football society. That's the, that's the bother me. I think that's, 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 all, that's also a reflection of society as well, maybe, you know, outside yeah, of football. But but football is going to pioneer. Football can change everything, you know. Yes, sometimes the society changes the football, but some, sometimes the football can change the society, you know. In Iran, everybody got a problem as an as a, as a economic. Everybody got a tough life, you know. But the, fortunately, the football player hasn't got any tough life. But they have to change. But they don't. They don't want to change. How do you think? How do you think they can? They can change it. Yeah, they, 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 they're going to be like a, like a, like a rule model for other people. You know, like a here, footballer here, they are not very education people. You know, but some them when they make a, they make a mistake. All the club, the coach, and the society push them. Okay, you made a mistake. Yes, of course you are human, but you are rule model. You know what I mean? Rule model. And the football players yeah, are all yeah, there. definitely. They have to know. They know they got a good life. One of them, I, I never ever forget. Never ever forget. One day, Nasser just say something completely different. What? I, I don't want to. Don't go somewhere else. I'm going to say something sometime, but I'm forgetting. I've got a Paris Day, one of the best person to impact in my life. 
the Nasserijas is one of the person to go to details. He was very good to coaching as a details. You know, one day he said to everybody, hey, guys, stick to your job. Sleep on time. Eat well. If you don't want, if you want the player, you would be in like a, a snap driver, you know. And you have to be focusing your job. But the Iran right now, the professional, the football is professional, but the manager is not the professional. Not just the footballer, the coach as well, the manager, the, the media, the board. Nobody's professional. Nobody's professional. That's bothering me too much. That's bothering me. What, what about the football inside? Did you, do you think they it developed as much as it should have? As a tactic, yes. Playing? As a tactic, yes. You know, as a tactic, yes. They know something because there is a, right now there is a, the TV show, so many football match, and some coach go to, there is a, like an academic coach, you know, there is a, like a coaching course. As a tactic, it's a little bit better. But that technique, Rubbish, sorry, rubbish. They don't know receiving. I have to first to play and show them what is their role receiving, what is your control. They said stop, stop the goal. There is, I said to them, there is the football. There isn't any stop. There isn't any stop. The football all the time is running, running, receiving and control is a different. Is a stop it. You know what if I mean? you ever look back to uh, like old American coaching videos, you always see the coach saying, uh, "Let's trap the ball. Let's st- stop it at the bottom of the foot." You know, and, and I think those types of uh, coaching points, like you know, like, you, like you're saying, the ball should never stop. The ball should always be moving. These kind of things only came into football from the from from Europe, and I think they only tr- they, they haven't transferred over to these lesser nations because. Uh, I just feel like they've fallen behind in terms of let's let's progress, let's learn something new. They've they've yeah, done the game, yeah. speed the game. When you stop the ball, speed the game, you reduce the speed yeah. of the game. You know, receiving you have to your body position is important to receiving the ball. You know, you have to know how you stay to control the ball. Ryan Kiryov said, Oh, one of the players can the play with one touch. If the player can play with two touch, I want it. If the player I can teach him. If the player can play with the three touch, I don't want him. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so two touch maximum. But when you're gonna two touch, first of all, receiving, the second touch is passing or shooting. You know? And always having a purpose after, always doing it for a reason. You know? Um, that's a different I've the football in Iran. Yeah. the, The just the football. Is a five percent, ninety-five percent, ninety-five percent is not about the football. It's something else. Yeah, absolutely. It's not. It's not about the on the pitches. It's always yeah. off the pitch or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you speak about your your obviously you, you said about your coaching license, but why did you did you always want to become a coach? He, honestly, no. Okay. I didn't want to be a coach. And one day I play football in Estaglal and the Mansur Puraydari is and late Puraydari. He was very upset to me. He said something to me. I was very, <laughs> that time I wasn't very good disciplined player. And he said to me, I'm going to say you, one day you're going to be coach and you'll understand what I'm going to say. He said, okay, I said, I don't want to be coach. 
But when I, when I quit the football, I had no choice to be coach. Yes, that's why I had a um, qualification from the university, but I didn't want to be, be go to as a, like, a, you know, Claire or stay in the office. I want to be active. And that time I've been, and the mesopathologist, they told me, if you want, you can get a, as a football academy manager. I said, okay, that's fine. It's very good. When I've been the football academy manager in a Starwell club, I enjoy to work as a football pitch and try, I'll get, I'll get very fancy to be knows about more about the football. I get my C license from the Iran and then I thought I have to change. I don't want to stay in Iran, be like another coach. I have to get a new experience. And my brother-in-law is in London, uh, England. I talked to him and he said, if you want, you can come here, get your badge. That's why I quit everything in Iran and came with my family to here to get my football badge and be coach. <laughs> and my dream was here, come back to Iran to be start as my coaching career. The, the coaching badges that you um, you got in Iran, did was it actually useful? Did you learn anything that you didn't already know? Not at all, honestly. Sorry, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'm not surprised to be honest. No, not at all. When I get here. Uh, the first day I start to be uh, be licensed. Uh, then I put my CV, and they said, "Oh, you're international football player. It's very good. You don't need to go to level level two." Uh, and they said, "You can go be licensed straight away." But I said to you three times in final assessment, be licensed. I failed. And the last time, he said to me, "The best thing start from the beginning." And I went to get in my level two license here, and I find that, oh, completely change. It's not exactly the same of Iran, you know, or Asia. When I get in my level two, after a couple of days when I was level two, the mentor come to me and said, okay, you do not come here. I said, no, I'm going to stay. He said, you know, everything with football is very easy for you. I said, I know, but I'm going to know what's going on because I'm going to go to my B license. When I go my level two next year, I apply for my B license. Uh, uh, I, at that time, I apply for my sport coaching in University of Worcester as well. And uh, after one year, I found out no, it's not my, my not tapered that people go to university. Honestly, because I'm getting old. And uh, I get my B license with the Dennis Mortimer, one of the legend of the uh, England FA footballer as well and FA mentor. And the B license, that was fantastic opportunity to me to change everything about the football. I put everything behind I know about the football. You know, you know what I mean? I put everything behind and I try from the beginning, a new thing. You know, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to be coach like them, one day they said to me, you are very good. You know, Dennis, I said, Thomas Sack say something. Thomas Sack was the Birmingham County manager and he said to me from FA he said to me I need we know you are good in football but if you're going to be coached from the England you get a badge from the FA you have to think like us not not like your manner you know what I mean that's why I put everything behind I start from the beginning like I don't know about the football and that's helping for me too much you also work. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you were uh, you worked in Aston Villa as well, if if I'm correct, as part of your pro license. Is, uh, that, is that right? No, 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 no. I've I've worked as a uh, under 15 the Stoke, 
And oh. I've been the Boston University three years football coach. That was one of the best experience I had it because I put all my strategy in my philosophy in football with no pressure in the university. And we become the champion of the League Cup in Britain. You know, that was very good. I worked with so many people. All of the player was the release from the professional club. And when they released, they came to a university and they worked with me. That was fantastic, fantastic experience to me to work with them. And I tried to one day, one year, the first day, I tried to 4-4-2 diamond. Next year, I play 4-2-3-1. And the third year, I play 3-4-2-1. You know what I mean? In football, there is a three main formation. 4-4-2, 4-3-3. Three, five, two. three years, I get the experience for this. That's very helpful to me. And before they go to Padida, I've been under 15 in Stoke. And I had, the, I had the offer from the Wolverhampton as well. But I was going to work with the adults. I didn't, I didn't want to work with kids, you know. And that's why uh, after the under 15 in Stoke, I went to Iran, work as a technical manager for that's that's actually what what I wanted to ask you. Um, you know how how did the role at Padida come and and as you said you you were a technical director which the role is is different to being a you know a coach who would spend you know every day on the training pitch with the players. Okay, that's how, the word. I'm, I'm going to tell you what what's going to. Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> you know, before I went to Padida, two three years as a from the England, I had a connect with the Mahajiri in the Padida. I helped him. We got a deal transfer to our knowledge and he asked me please come to here work with us i said okay that's fine fantastic but i'm not going to be a assistant manager and i don't want to be as a head coach as well because i don't know about the football and he said to me what is your position what what do you want everything you see we accept it i said okay i'm going to be technical director and i'm coming to football pitch but everything it should be my hand you, know? you, you mentioned it because I, I remember I read somewhere that when you were the technical director, you were the one who wrote the everything, training schedule, the, 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 the drills, everything. everything. From the eating, rest, everything that's on my hand. How did but, they find it? Because this, this role isn't really a common role in Iran. You know, It's common in Europe having a technical director or a director of football, that's, that's the why, not that's so much why, in Iran. That's the why I went to Iran. We talk exactly before. I said to him, I don't want to be an assistant manager. He said to me, yes, we know your position. We don't want to be, you be assistant manager because you, your, your position is better than me. But he's good guys, honestly, as a manager, you know. But I said to him, okay, put everything in my hand, but get a critic for yourself. <laughs> don't, don't bother for my job. Just let me do my job. And he, he was just stayed out as a, like, a, he was stay out. He just watched the training. That was very good. That very good communi- communication with us. You know, he just watched our training. And when the finishing the session, I came to him. He came to me discussing over what was that. And I told them when every when I went, like a paddy day or, or tractor, I said every session should be recorded. When the session is finished, our job is start. Okay, we, we saw what's going on. What is the session? That was, okay, the session was good. If the session was good, 
if we get our aim, if we get our goal, we can go to next session. If we haven't got this, repeat again tomorrow. We want to give the player, we have to work properly and step by step to progress. You know, that was very good. But after a couple of weeks, when we go to second of the table, you know, the Iran started. Okay. Some say, okay, he's he's an actual head coach, not you are head coach. He's an assistant manager. He's a technical director. And when it, sometime when he started interview, he said, uh, it's Mohammed is my assistant. I said, came to him. I said, okay, why you said I'm your assistant? He said, no, no, I, I didn't say it because you know in Iran, if you're gonna stay in the bench, in the bench. You haven't got, you got a permission. You haven't got permission as a technical tire staying bench. They said to me, we put your name in the board as an assistant manager, but your actual position is technical director because I'm going to stay back. I said, I don't want to be in the bench, but they said, no, you have to be in the bench because the player knows you everything about the football session. They listen to you. I said, okay, that's fine. For me, actual position is a technical director, but as an assistant manager, it doesn't matter. But after a couple of weeks, when we have been the second second in table, uh, we beat the Sepan, we beat the Trato, we beat the Stecklaw, you know. And he said something, he said in the interview with the, one of the media, he said, uh, Mohammed is my assistant manager. I said to him, hey, listen to me, man. I'm not your, your assistant manager. I'm not being an assistant manager to any manager, not like you. And that's why I quit. That's why I quit. Because I actually, like you said, I remember the, you had a really good start, yeah. very good start. And I uh, I remember thinking that if they end up doing really well, that let's say if you win the league, then this role of technical director can become more common in Iran, where other yeah. teams also can take notes and say, you know what, we'll we'll bring someone in who can become a technical director. Because it's really good. It's a, it's that, that's how the correct structure of a football club should be. Um, and, and it sounds like you really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I was going to get my pearl license. I was working. If you're going to get apply your pearl license, you must work with the professional club. That's a rule. You know? For me, the position wasn't very good. For me, the most important, you just do my job and nobody to let to, don't let to anybody to let me down and interfere in my job, you know. He was very good. The first was very good, but I don't know what's going on, what's happened to Iran. This is a problem. I said to them, if we get a success, it's going to be for whole team, not just for me or just for you. But they didn't send me like a tractor. Tractor exactly the same. Tractor was exactly the same. You know, everybody in Iran, they want to be hero. As a person, you can't find a hero. As a team, you have to be hero. You know, yeah. you know what so- I mean? Exactly. I said yeah. to them, don't listen to me. I said to them a couple of times, we have to change our manner. We have to put the strategy for long term, for short term, middle and long term. But everybody want to be champion for two, three weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. They, they, they haven't got the patient. They are mm. not patient. All the time, rush, 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 rush. I said to them, hey, listen. As a team, you have to make a team, build up the team, build the team. You can't buy the team. Yeah, and then you, you, you just mentioned uh, Tractor as well. So after Padide, you then uh, became the assistant coach. 
yeah. uh, I believe, under John Toshak. Um, yeah. uh, he had, uh, obviously, uh, Zono Z was trying to bring in, and, yeah. you know, he was trying to build a new project for the club, bringing in new players, Dejargah, Hari Safi, yeah. Shujai, etc. You know what? What can you say about that experience? Just, just before you you became the head coach, obviously, but before that, what the experience of getting the project handed to you, uh, being the assistant coach under John Toshak, how yeah. was that experience for you? And honestly, that was a worse decision for me when I, I proceeded to be John Toshak coach, John Toshak assistant. But I didn't know that uh, because the, uh, Dennis Mortimer is my mentor and is my friend as well. When I called to Dennis, I said to him. Okay, Dennis, uh, the Toshak is the one of the Iranian club head coach, and you need an assistant. And the, the the club owner called me, and he said gave me the offer to be assistant for him. And he said to me, okay, take the job. I said I don't want to be a head uh, assistant. He said, don't worry, stay with him a couple of months, just as an experience. He's a very good experienced coach. Get some experience from him. And he said he pushed me. Take it, take it, take it. I said, okay, that's fine. I take the job. When I get there, I work with the Toshak just one week, just one week. The beginning of the day, the first day I found it is the worst decision I had. It completely, completely was wrong his manner. He never ever believed to any technology or football. He was old-fashioned coach, old-fashioned coach. I'm not going to say he's a bad coach. You know what I mean? He was old-fashioned coach. He don't. He doesn't believe. He didn't believe for a stop, start, interpret coach. Yeah, the review the session. He never ever talking about it. Analyze the game. He was just the player. Let them play. As a coach, the Iranian footballer. That's a different with the Liverpool footballer, or Real Madrid footballer. You have to tell them the plan. He said, no, I'm a coach. I said, okay, that's fine. After one day, one week, I was going to quit, come back to England. But uh, they sack him, and the Zanuzi trust me. And he said to me as interim coach, accept this job. I said to them, okay, I'm going to accept this offer, but not permanently, as a temporarily, to do to our job, to change the team. Because there wasn't any balance in the team. There wasn't any balance. Okay, you got to play like Ashkan, you got to play like a Masu, you got to play like a player Esan. But I'm not going to compare with them to other players. But there isn't any balance. They've been 100 as a number. The other player is 20. You know what I mean? 18 number different with the player. Not about just the just a tactic, technique, or football, yeah. but everything. Well, I, th- I think when Toshak originally make a balance yeah. team, to that team, when uh, he came in originally, Toshak he played a back three. He played a, 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 five, a three five two, and he was he was trying to play. Uh, I think it was Forrester behind Stokes, and um, at times Forrester was kind of replaced by Dejaga, and it, it was kind of as if he was forcing players to play. Like you know, he he played the three five two, so he could play more attacking players on the pitch. He could play all the all the best players, uh, and it just didn't seem like he understood that the Iranian league is not all about you know just having the best players on the pitch because most of the time the players come on and they they can impact the game uh, as a substitute. So yeah, I think he he didn't understand. That the, what the, the, when he, he played against the Estella, I wasn't a part mm-hmm. of the team. 
I've been just one week after they still they lost it. They called me. I've been one game just in Nafta Abadan. I've been the assistant coach with him. But one, the most important thing that was in the coaching, you've got the two kinds of the coach. The first, man management, the coach. They know how to get the play from the player. And the technical coach, they got the only the tactic and put the play in tactic. He was the second one. He got his tactic at 3-5-2. But 3-5-2 with the old-fashioned, with the one sweeper. But nobody yeah. Iranian yeah. player, they don't understand it. You have to know, you have to put the good knowledge, the player, what you want the player. If you don't know, if the if the player doesn't know how how to do that, they don't know what they want it from him. They ruin everything. That's why the three five two is very, you know, in the formation in football is not the rigid. This is like a telephone number, you know. Three five two, you can you can play four four one four one or four three three. Change it three five two with the simple as that, you know. But you have to know how to explain to player, especially the player, Iranian player, football player. They are not education player. They are they haven't been in football academy. Nobody teaching. Yeah. They are not education footballer. That's a difficult for them. Uh, the Toshak tried to do three five two because he said we because in the Real Madrid we champion with three five two. Okay, that was very good. What that was when. The champion <laughs> fight you, Roberto Carlos, what the winger. <laughs> Absolutely, no, that's that's the truth. Um, and then obviously you became the head coach, interim head coach, as you said. Besides Dejagan and Stokes and all these players, was there anybody that you were you were impressed with, you know, in that in that period? And was there anyone that was there like a time in the, that you wanted to actually stay? Yeah, yeah, so many players, honestly. Daniel Espanipa was fantastic. Adelaide Nagizade was fantastic. Iman Salim was very good, you know. Everybody was good, you know. Because when I talked to them, I told them the first of all, I wanted this. I showed them. I talked to private one we one, come to my room, and I showed them, I wanted this from you. And that was very simple for But they know what they wanted from me, you know. They know exactly. That's why, like Daniel is my fact. The first day, I said to him, "Okay, Daniel, you have to play for me as a fullback right side." And he said, "I don't want to play." I said, "Okay, don't say anything. Go." And I talked to Masoud. Masoud, tell him if you're gonna play with me, the fullback, come to today to hotel. Otherwise, tell him go home. Okay. He yes. came to. He said, "Okay, coach, I'm gonna play." As <laughs> right now, he's one of the best pullback in Iran. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he I was told, actually, I think he was called up by Wilmot that, that, that month I as told well. Him, I explained to him, I said, okay, guy, Tanya, you need space in front of you. If you play behind as a pullback, you got so many ocean of space in front of you. If you go to midfield, space is going to be half. You can't do anything. You have to play deep. As a deep go to attack, in my opinion, in my manner of coaching, as a fullback go to attack all the time, I don't want to stay as a defender. I said to him, you are not the fullback. You are winger for me. But you have to move from the deep. When you go, one of yeah. them uh, holding me till they come back to between two defenders, we're going to be three defenders. But sometimes I said to Esan, okay, Esan, you don't go. You stay because I don't want to take a risk. I have to prove myself first. Okay, when we got better, 
I got a bit better team. I said, oh, both are full back. Go, go, go to attack. And then after a couple of days, after a couple of match, Daniel found out, okay, it's very easy. And he enjoyed it. Enjoy it. Yeah, and obviously you mentioned Iman Salimi as well. We interviewed him uh, yeah. a month ago and he was Iman fantastic. Salimi, Iman Salimi, Iman was one of the best and professional football I've seen. When yeah, I've he's seen a really him, good guy, really good guy. When I've seen him, he was overweight. And I said to him, okay, Iman, three weeks later, you can't be, can't play. But he tried to do hard work every single day, every morning, afternoon, three, three sessions a day. After two weeks, getting very good. And he came to me, coach, can I play this week? I said, no. I said to you, three weeks. After three weeks, he played. He played fantastic. And he came to me, coach, how do you know I needed three, three weeks? I said, two weeks because of your physical act. And one week, because you're mentally you should be ready for football. And uh, he's one of the guys I enjoy work with him. He was yeah, very- I hope I hope he gets called up to the national team as well. I've really been impressed with his uh, performance. Well, right now I don't know what's happened to him. Yeah, well, While he's I, in the bench. I spoke to I spoke I've speak I've spoken to his um, his management. I don't want to reveal too much because it's obviously behind the scenes. But um, there's been issues with with him and the coach. Uh, I don't want to reveal too much I said, but I think he, I don't think he's happy with the coach. I don't think, I don't think the coach is happy with him. I think there will be something going on um, this summer, so we'll see what happens with him. But um, but just obviously touching on uh, Anthony Stokes and Lee Irwin. It's crazy. Uh, crazy, man. Crazy guys who came over, obviously, <laughs> a Scottish compatriot, Lee Irwin, yeah. went over there. Yeah. And they did, they, did, they did well, you know, they scored a lot of goals, but... They had a lot of issues. Can you can you speak about these issues that they had? You know, Anthony is a very good quality player, but he hasn't got the stability. You know, his stability, is a manner of the professional is rubbish. Honestly, I couldn't find a better board from the rubbish. You know, he I talked to him, but he he needs he 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 needs help. Honestly, he's good guys. Honestly, he's a good guys. Uh, I tried to help him when he when he said to me he doesn't want to play in Iran anymore football. And when we got to play against Persepolis, he came 24 hours before the game. And I give him some more off, go there, enjoy your life, because we know they are come from England, they come from the Europe to Iran. There isn't anything, they, they're not something interesting to change, because they are human, they need some fun, you know. And that's why I gave him and some time to uh, the other player, I forget his name. Uh, Lee, Lee, yeah, Lee, and, Lee and also Harry Forrest. Yes, I gave them sometime two more three days, two more sometime three more days after them. But the one days we get to play against Persepolis, he didn't turn up. He didn't turn up at all. And I called him and he said, "Coach, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. On the way. On the way. On the way." But 24 hours before the game, he came, and I said, "Okay, that's why I don't want you." He said, Coach, I'm here. I said, Okay, I don't want you. I said to you two days before, not now. I didn't take him with a team against the Paris police. When we come back, he said to me, I want to go. And his dad come to me and he tell me, Please, please help him. He needed he need money. He hasn't got the, he has no job. He's going to ruin his life. I said, Okay, do you want to go? I don't want to bother him. 
go, you can go. When he was going, he took his bag and his suitcase and came to me, said to me, coach, I'm going. And he said to me, coach, you are one of the coach I've seen. You are a very good man. I said, okay, that's fine. I'm very happy, your friend. But anytime, anytime you need the help, and if you want to come back, just call me, not someone else. If you call the owner of the club, if you call the manager of the club or the chief executive, and they told me, Anthony, you want to come? I said, no. But if you call me directly, I'm thinking about that. And he's gone. Uh, the half season when I come back to England, he called me and he said, coach, I need the help. Uh, I said, what's happened? He said, my life is not very good. Uh, can I see you? I said, okay, okay, where are you? He said, I'm in uh, the Glasgow. I said, okay, I'm coming to see you. I went with my family to visit him and he said to me, I'm going to come back. I said, okay, that's fine. Uh, you can come back. Uh, he came with me to Tabriz. But when I resigned, I think he was very bad situation because he trusts me, he talked to me, I tried to help him. That's the why when I left, he wasn't a good player as a like a half season, the first season, you know what I mean. Mm. But he's good guys. But you can't trust him. I can't I, I know how to deal with him, you know. I know how to deal that was very difficult, but I found out how to deal with him and I don't know how to get the good play from him, you know. But when I left the other coach, the other player, they don't, they don't know how to deal with him. That's a big problem. Yeah, I think I was this. And then when you went to Paris Police, it just seemed to break down and for him. I, I gave comment to Paris Police, don't take him. Yeah. Don't sign with him. You can't try. Neo, nobody can work. I knew you because I lived in the UK. I know the, 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 the you know, the attitude the more than the other people. I lived 17, 18 years here. I know how to help them. You get here. I talked to Lee Ervin as well. When I get there the first day, Lee Ervin was suffering from depression badly. And he didn't play as well. After two, three weeks, I said to him, Lee, you're going to be one of the best players. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just trust me. He trusts me. The last game, he scored three goals. Yeah. yeah. He came to me and hugged me. I said, Coach, you are right. I said, okay. Trust me. You're going to be one of the best players in Iran. But I don't know what's happened when he come back because he got a very lovely daughter. It was she was born this lady. Well, she missed her. That's why, and she definitely he definitely suffering from depression, and he didn't want to come back. Yeah. I didn't talk to him at all. But I know the player from the Europe, especially England or Scotland or Wales or some player come to Iran, too difficult to manage. You know, to update each other. You know, they didn't know flexibility, you know, too difficult for them. You have to, you, they are right. Honestly, they are right. Too difficult for them, they say. That. It's, the also, it's also a culture shock, you know. It's a big, yeah, big yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Nothing is about just the culture and everything. Everything. Yeah, about football, absolutely. you know, about the football. Yeah. You know? no, no, nobody of Iranian player can speak English. If you, you, if you haven't yeah. got the communication with anybody, it is very boring, you know. Yeah. Um, to be honest, we have a lot of questions to go through, but just just quickly, the last question I'm going to ask you on, on Teraktor. Um, yeah. Zonuzi obviously has spent a lot of money. He's brought in a lot of players, tried yeah. and tested many players. You know, there was there was Kevin Constant who came and didn't even play a game and left. Like you said, he's been bringing in old 
kind of European managers, George Leakins, yeah. Yeah. Mustafa Denizli, etc. Obviously, he wants to win the league. So what do you think he should do that he hasn't tried already? What do you think Trotor as a club need to do to achieve that goal? Just come back to basic. Just come back to basic. Build up the team. Build up the club. You can't buy the champion with the money. You have to be patient. I told them. I told all of them. I told them. Mr. Dunezi as well. Be patient. Be patient. Invest the money for basic. The player. And yes, good. You get a player like Masoud, like Ashkan. But you can't play, win the game, win the league with the three players. You have to make a balance the other player, you know. And the most important thing is spread of the team. Team spirit. The team spirit. Right now, the first place got their team spirit to winning, winning, winning. They can win. They have no player. They're going to under 10, 10 players. One player showed the other team. They win. They win. They win. That's why you have the injection. The winning mental to player. But it, it is take a time. It's not going to be one day, two days, one year, two years. And as a basic, you know, put the philosophy in your club. What is your philosophy? Every club got a philosophy. Every club got a culture. Yes, the truck, their culture is winning. Very good. Okay, you want to win? That's fantastic. But most important to winning is planning. You have to know what is your plan. Not just to spend the money, spend the money. Being the, so many coach, they are, <laughs> I'm not going to use this word, sorry, right up. You have to be, be, be bring the coach with a new idea. You know? And they're looking for a big name. You know? As a credit, you can't buy the credit. You have to achieve the credit. You have to grab the credit and take your time. You have to win every little by little you get a credit. If you buy the, for example, the massive name, very expensive coach, and said, okay, I'll bring John Toshak. He He's a, one of the best coach. He was the champion of Real Madrid. Okay, like a Maradona. Maradona was the best player in the world. How about now? How? Nowadays? How he can do? Can he play like Maradona 20 years ago? No, of course not. The John Toshak is like this. They're looking, they were looking for the big name. That's a big problem for them. They have to start the big, start the academy. A couple of years, try to bring some new face and then winning. And you have to win every year. Not just one year, you're winning and you're right up. Like Estaglal Khuzestan. Where is Estaglal Khuzestan right now? They're winning the league. Where are they now? 15th in other they gone. Yeah. No, and absolutely, like you said, there is uh, no patience in in yeah. Iran. You know, in terms of planning no or, or 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 the managers. I think this season only four clubs still have the manager yeah. that they started the season with. All the other clubs have changed managers, so it it, it goes yeah. to it's show it's, it's all exactly. But anyway, moving on to uh, Timeli um, and Kairos in particular in the last eight years. I'm sure we can speak for hours about what <laughs> Kairos has done, the team in eight years, etc. Um, but what I'm going to ask you is, and I know you've been supportive of, of, of Kairos and, and what he did with, with Tim Melli, uh, but what do you think are the biggest lessons that we can learn or we should have learned 
from these eight years that he was with us? Discipline. The most important thing that the chaos time, discipline. When I've been the, seen the Iran national team, that's what exceptional time in Iranian history of football. Discipline. Yeah, the, everything about the preparation, these details, everything is fine. Discipline inside the pitch, discipline out of the pitch. That's the Iranian needed. And the one more important in football, especially in Iran culture, as a tactic, a stage of tactic and planning. The Kairos bring this tactic, you know, and the injection to winning manner. Important thing in football is winning. Okay, some sometimes you said, okay, how to win is important. Yes, how to win is important. But Iran got a, this manner how to win. Yeah, sometimes the defensive attacking. No, you have to know what is your strengths. Iranian strengths sometimes was like a player like Ali Dai or Karim Bagheri or Meti Madavikya. We haven't got the player like this the Iran the, the Kairos time. It put the discipline and consistently in Iranian team. And I, I Kairos was fundamental, honestly, honestly. If you didn't listen to, sorry. Okay, carry on, carry on. No, I was just saying, if you didn't listen to uh, what the last uh, podcast we did with with Craig Duncan, uh, the sports scientist, he was just saying about how how much he cared about the team as well. That's so important because I think one of the things that we see from the coaches before is that there wasn't, I'm not not, not to say they didn't care, but his his level of care for the players was over and beyond. And I think the players really fed off that. I don't think it was the same under Branko Ivankovic. I think the players at the World Cup of 2006, they struggled to to be, a, to be a team, you know. And again, like you say, discipline went out the window because there wasn't that togetherness. Mm-hmm. But because of Kairos, he, he brought that discipline. He also brought together, he cared about the players as well. He showed that, you, can, you know what, we have discipline. But when we're together, we're going to be... A team, not just going to be a, a one player is yeah. good, one player is bad. Kairos, you know? One of the good lessons from the Kairos was put the team first. Put the team first. This is a good lesson. You know, but we haven't seen something like this. They're like a private Deidari that was the first lesson I get from the Deidari. The team is first, but nobody listened to him. He hasn't got that power. He was the old man. He said, okay, I'm going to go. But the Kairos stay. And fighting for this manner, good fighting, I get a good result. You know, we are talking about the Kairos Kairos, the Iran national team, ex-Iran national team coach. We are not talking about the Kairos Kairos Portuguese man. Might be his manner of coaching, might be his attitude is wrong. It's none of my business. I'm talking about the Kairos Kairos as a coach. We we're gonna talking about the, his his CV in football in Iran. You know, he was fantastic. It was fantastic. The player love him. Do you think that um, Iranian football culture or the community, if you want to call it that, have learned those lessons? Or no, is it, is it not ma- that's Because I always, I always think back to, and I don't know if you agree, Tomislav Ivic, who was yeah. Iran manager in the 90s, and he yeah. he came out maybe 10 years later. I remember listening to interviews by Mahdavi Kyo and Dai saying how he was mistreated and we didn't appreciate him at the time exactly. and I feel like that's what's happening well that's what happened with Kairos and we only start realizing 
10 years too late. You know, there is a, some, I'm not going to use this word as a mafia or not something like some person in Iran, they want to put the pressure for national team, bring their player. But the Cairo don't let them to do like this. And they cut their hand. You know what I mean? They cut their hand. Kairos bring the player he wanted, not someone else. That's the why so many pressure from the Kairos and the Kairos when he's gone, they bring the manager, they do their job, they bring some player to national team and they make money on it. I'm not going to bra- I'm not going to accuse to anybody. I'm That's not going to lie. But this is a true. This is a true. Like, and like, you know, I, I, was, I was looking at articles that last week and then when I was actually telling the, the boys from uh, Global and I was saying to them, there was an article by Khabar Vazashi and they were saying about how uh, Khalid Zadeh from press police has to be called up because uh, Carlos Kairos didn't call him up. And uh, it was like an agenda, like they were forcing him, to, uh, Scottish, to call this guy up. But there's obviously reasons why he wasn't called up on the Carlos Kairos. And I think that you're right in saying that there are, there are people who force agendas in media, be that behind the scenes, under in coaches, in writing, whatever it is. You're right, you know, there is things that go on. And look at the look at the head coach of Iran national team right now. They went to see the game between Shahine Boucher and Saipa. Two teams, the bottom of the table. Which one of the players can play for national team? Tell me. None. <laughs> None of them. Yeah. Why you waste the time to go there watch the game? It's PR, isn't it? It's it's What's trying it to what's it the is. point? What's the it's point? It's trying to say that I you know I've done it. You know this I've done it. Off. This is a show off. This is a yeah. show off. Because okay. You don't need to go watch the league from the clothes. You can't watch the TV. Doesn't need. Yeah. They don't know what is the plan. You know, one day after the Parsi Junubi and the structure, Masoud Ashkan and Esan were they were very naked. They were very exhausting. They were very tired. And they told me, Coach, can you come into get off from us from the uh, national team. I said, okay, you go. I'm coming after you. When we get the tablet, they go to Tehran. After a couple of hours, I went to Tehran. I went to Iranian national camp in Azadi. The, the, the assistant coach of the Kairos was there. I, the, I forget his name. Yeah, it was a very good guy. Cruz, Cruz, Cruz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it's Cruz, Cruz. Yeah, yeah, Cruz. He came to me. He take me in this office. And he very politely, we talked to each other. He said to me, okay. I said, okay, they played yesterday. They are very exhausting. If you don't mind, give us to, uh, give them to me. I'm going to talk to them. Stay with us. We, uh, they need some more rest. He said to me, okay, that's fine. Do me a favor. I'm going to make a call with the Carlos and ask him. When he called the Carlos, you know what this Carlos say? First of all, Carlos said, okay, thank, say that coach, thank you. Everything the coach said, Carlos said the chorus to me. That's me, coach. That was me. Everything he said, just do it. If you're going to take the play, let them the play. Let them t- take him. And, it, and Cruz take me to every single in the camp. Show me if this is a what, this is a what. And show me three room. I said, this is for under 17, under 19, under 21 room. That was off. That was off. Empty. I said, why nobody is here? And he said to me, that's why I'm going to question. Nobody coming to us. Nobody coming to us to talk to me. You are the first person to Iranian league come to us and talk to us. 
I said to him, yeah, because so many of them can't speak English. He said, doesn't matter. They can we, we, we manage, we manage the interpreter. We can interpret it. We can I think that, that's the thing that people were always complaining about Carlos Queiroz. They always said to Carlos Queiroz, "Oh, you never went to uh, PM, the, the league matches. You never spoke to the coaches." But why should he? He's a national team coach. They should come. To, they should come need, to him. He's a they should come he to him. Like here, Gareth Southgate can't talk to Roland Club. Can you see that? He doesn't need to talk. No, to it Roland never Club. happens. It never happens. You see, you, you're, Gareth Southgate sometimes. Sometimes you go to watch the game. It's that's deepened. That's deepened. That's deepened. The player he thinking they can might be invited to national team, called up for national team. Not every single day, every single game. Why you go to watch the, for example, Nafta yeah. uh, Soleiman and the Saipal or Pekon. There is none of them can qualification for national team, called up for national team. I'm not going to disrespect with the other player. You know what I mean? But this is the best of the time. This is a show off. You have yeah. to know what to do and start your job straight away. You don't want to change to player right now. A short, short target right now, a short aim. You have to win three, four games straight away. And then stick the player you got it already. Don't bring a new face. What are you going to bring? Yeah. This is a show off. Watch the, talk to coach, talk to... Because... This coach, I'm not going to disrespect you for him. He's, he, he never, ever, never, ever, never, ever see his dream. is going to be national team for any country, not for Iran, any country. He never, ever see some dream. But the agent bring him as a football coach for an Iran national team and stay, sit the bench. Last year, the Carlos Queiroz city. Yeah, it's a shame, you know, because one of the things that they, I also look back in the media in Iran is just a, a disease. But uh, the thing that they always just say about Carlos Kairos, and I don't know if you uh, how you feel about it, they say, um, why did Kairos not go to the games? Why did he send Mark Johnny on and Cruz to the games and not go himself? Um, for me, personally... Why? What he? They have a job to do. He has assistance for a reason. He, they, that's their job. <laughs> their job yeah. is to scout the games and report back to the head coach. Is that not right? So yeah. why does the head coach have to go all the you way over to I the mean. game? You know you what know? I mean. Cruz show me when I've been there. They show me eighteen name on the sheet. Eighteen name. He said to me, "This is our first option. The player we got it. This is the second. This is the third. This is the fourth. That's mean 20 team, 14 with the 20 player. They knew exactly what play they wanted, but they don't go to watch it. They just put his name, like me. When I've seen the player is good, I put his name, okay. I say someone else, okay. Manage and check him and assess him. Doesn't need to go every single game and watch the state. I'm a head coach, I'm an assistant coach coming to watch the football. What's it mean? You know your job, do it behind the door, the closed door. Don't say anybody you're going to do what, what you're going to do. Doesn't need to explain to anybody you're going to do something like that. You do, you do your job. That, just that's it. Do your job. You don't need to say anybody, okay, I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to bring the new face. Why you say it? Just do it your job. If you're going to bring some face, new face, okay, do it. Yeah. Um. 
So just to quickly finish off this uh, speak about national team, the last point I want to ask you is about the 2022 World Cup in, in Qatar. Um, do you think Iran will qualify? I don't want to do this thing. Iran must qualify. Must qualify. There is no excuse at all. There is no excuse at all if Iran won't qualify. I'm not going to... Because it's an easy job. Iran, should, in eight years, we beat any team. Two times we've been the World Cup. Why we have to escape? I'm not going to say, okay, Iraq or the other team, we lost against them. Uh, Bahrain. Bahrain, Poor team. No, you have to respect to any team. But when you compare with the Iranian um, standard with the other team, we must win there easy. We must. We Especially got ha- we have so many players playing in Europe. Yeah, now. we got to play like Osmond, we got to play like Jambaks, Bolizate, Kabarezai, you know, Taremi. These players with no coach, with no coach, they, can, they must win against Bahrain and Iraq. No, we got so many yeah. players that good, good club in Europe. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, okay, yeah, Sina. Yeah, so I mean, we, we've talked about the national team, and and uh, to be honest, I think we both agree with with everything everything you said about uh, the World Cup and and of course Kerish as well. But bringing things back to the domestic league, what I wanted to ask you is, especially in the um, in the last few weeks, there's been talks of privatization of Estherlol and Persepolis, you know, yeah. of the sports ministry not owning them anymore. Um, especially with Estherlol, where, where, you know, I'm sure you watched it tonight as well. It was a really yeah. poor game, poor result. Yeah. Do you think privatization would help both of these clubs financially and also in terms of the way the clubs are managed. I think the most important thing is the big club is a private team to help the player, help the fan, help the older, you know, Sterlal fan like me, I'm a Sterlal fan. They found out there is a problem. It's not about the sport minister or something like that. There is something wrong in Sterlal. You know, it doesn't matter about the sport minister or somebody. There is no excuse to poor result, you know, they're going to be finished. This excuse is going to be finished because right now, the Estaglal and Perisbury is a part to one team with the two team with the one owner. When the private be, is going to be separate. And this excuse is going to be finished. You know what I mean? I agree. No, I, I completely right agree. Right now, every Estaglal fan said, okay, Estaglal is good, hasn't got the good result. They are very poor because the sport, minister, the sport minister of the uh, Iran is a fan of the Paris police. And that's the why Estaglal is poor. No, I don't agree. I disagree completely. Estaglal got a problem because they don't want to face the problem. All the time, they ignore the problem. They make an excuse. You have to know what is your problem and face it and solve it, not run it. And might be this matter going to help it. Might be. I don't know. But you see, I don't think so. there is any private club, personal club in Iran. Every club is the other side, other face to, you know, is part of the government. 
Yes. But it might be the name is going to be changed, but it still is a part of the government club. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Esther well. Uh, now we have a Twitter question. Uh, so did you did you want to say something, Sina? No, 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 not. No. Okay, so yeah, so this is the last one. So uh, we had a, a question from Twitter from Sina Moradam, who is from Radio Offside, our good friends from Radio Offside. He asked a question uh, about your Instagram post uh, um, yesterday uh, yeah. regarding the Estevel fans. And uh, yeah. yeah, do you want to just uh, maybe shed some light on that, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a football pundit. As a football pundit in front of the TV, I'm going to be natural. I'm going to say, as a, as a, you know, I don't want to put my, my fan as a football player to affect in my idea on football. In my opinion, the Paris Police team is going to be champion because they are the best. Last week, I said, I think the Paris Police deserve to be champion. Some of the several clubs, some, not all of them, tried to insult me, tried to push me, oh, you blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, listen to me. I never ever scared to anybody. I say my word and I never ever change my word. I, I've been the tractor for six weeks, six months, and we lost one game. I think two, one, one game. But never ever I say something wrong from the fan. But I played for a circular club seven years. I'm a part of the circular story and I'm a circular fan as well. But some people, they, they wanted why they want in for my idea. You know what I mean? They said, okay, the prime minister, prime minister of a sport, they, they, he's a problem for a cellular. I said, no. They said the referee got a problem. I said, no. They said that something that I said, no. I'm still going to say, okay, might be some discrimination. There is a, but you have to in this discrimination to motivation, to change it to motivation, you know? When I was kids, our coach told me, we are not 11 by 11. We are 11 by 14. We said, why? He said, because the three referees are their side. Go to play football and win. They give me the motivation, not excuse. The Iranian right now, Stagbal fan, they're going to say, okay, no, you've been the football player, ex-Stagbal club, and you have to say what, what they want. I don't want to say what they want. I'm going to say what I want. You know, is it clear, clear? No, absolutely. And and I agree with you. I think in terms of the last few seasons, Persepolis has been the best team because they have been more consistent. They have, yeah. uh, well, they had the same manager. They had almost the same players, you know, the same 11 playing every week. Uh, good quality players as well. So, no, no I, I'm, I, going to say, I'm going to say something. Okay, might be, might be. I'm going to might be. I'm going to go, might be, the Minister of the Sport, don't let the Stegler be champion and put in discrimination for Stegler and Perspice. How about the Stepan? How about the Tractor? How about the Fulat? How about the Shalakur? Why they don't beat the Perspice? Why they lost? That's a, that's a, that's a blame for uh, Minister of the Sport. Perspice is winning because they are a good team. That's it. As simple as that. They are a good team. They know how to win. Sometimes and sometimes the team gonna be very good quality, but they sometimes they are not very good performance. But they win, they win. They know how to win. That's a very important with the, any team gonna be champion. The Perspis know how to win. That's oh, yeah. why the 
استقلال آی 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 نیبر ایبر اپسیت کنم به استقلال فهم How to change that depend of the next coach or Majidi knows better than me how to how to change if he knows. Thank you very much. Um, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter. We've also got our Farsi Twitter as well, Instagram, Facebook, and Telegram. Um, Mr. Tayavi, thank you so much for coming on. You've given us a lot of insight. Uh, into your own career and obviously into Iranian football. Um, do you have anything to say in Farsi? Uh, thank you. And I have to say something to you both. You have to improve your Farsi. But Farsi better so bad for him. To Mohammed, give Farsi so bad for him. Just like that, I'm going to go. Unam, but Farsi should improve for him. To English, but I can't get bad and get yes. I won't give you a big up for him. Either bad in East. But sad, that's it. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon with a new interview. Hopefully, uh, we're gonna try our best to get a podcast out in the next couple of weeks. We've also got an interview lined up with uh, Ariana Kasemi and uh, translator for Carlos Queiroz. So please stay tuned for that, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Kat, and you're listening to Golbezan, and I hope you continue listening to their amazing podcast. Thank you all for the support. Love you, Golbezan.